Hello and welcome to a Dog's World podcast, where we discuss sourcing a responsibly bred puppy or dog and the steps that go into place to make it so. Numerous people sought out to welcome a furry companion into their life due to the social isolation caused by the COVID-19 pandemic, with many people succumbing to scams online, handing over money with no puppy in return. Some fell in the hands of unethical and irresponsible dog breeders, like backyard breeders and puppy farms and mills. In this special three-part episode series, we take a look at the Australian National Kennel Council, the ANKC, as an ethical, reputable and responsible organisation for someone to source a puppy from. The ANKC is a private non-government body club that is managed by everyday ordinary people who love their dogs and their goal is to improve the quality of breeding and the health of dogs in general. In episode 1, we speak with Hugh Gent, the president of the ANKC, who gives us an overview of the organisation, what it stands for, why it is an ethical and responsible choice for prospective puppy buyers and owners, and some of the activities available for ANKC registered breeders. Episode 2 delves into the level of care and commitment that ANKC breeders go through to produce healthy and genetically sound puppies. Episode 3 looks at the difference between ANKC registered breeders, backyard breeders, puppy mills and farms, highlighting the importance of ANKC certified pedigree papers and the different type of dogs people can acquire. Joining us on this episode is Hugh Gent, President of the Australian National Kennel Council. Hugh, thanks for joining us. Hugh, what is the ANKC as an organisation? Now, it's, it is the administrative body for pure root canine affairs in Australia. So people, you know, people sometimes don't understand the structure. So uh, the key word is council, um, because it is a council, and the members of the council, the Australian state and territory member bodies, such as Dogs New South Wales, Dogs Queensland, Dogs Victoria, etc. Now, each, each member body is autonomous in the way it runs its own state, and it controls its own jurisdiction, but it does elect directors to the ANKC board. And the board make national regulations for areas such as um, registrations, codes of ethics, health and well-being, judges training, disciplines, uh, like of agility. So that's the actual structure of the council. Some people think we're like the English or American Kennel Club where we make rules for the whole country. Australia's a bit different. It's not set out to be a profit-making a profit organisation. And that's the way we're recognised in, in our registration. You tell us about the history of the Australian National Kennel Council. Yeah, look, it's got a long history. Um, it goes back to um, 1949. There was a meeting at the uh, Rural Sydney Show and uh, all the directors from the different states came together and they um, talked about forming a national council. These, 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 these talks went on for quite a long time. Then in 1958, it was agreed as a national stud register be introduced. And they also said that the Australian National Kennel Council be constituted as empowered to act only as a coordinating and recommendatory body, and that's as distinct from an overall controlling body. So that's just what I explained before. We don't, in case, doesn't control the whole of Australia. So that's the only structure that the you know, directors at the time they would agree to doing it. They wanted to keep their own, own little um, states to do them. So then in 1981, they changed their mind and um, decided it should be a coordinating body. And then they had another change of mind you know, just when the new millennium started and they, the directors considered the NKC to become a legal entity. So it was resolved by the council that we incorporated under the Corporations Act. So we became the Australian National Kennel Council. Hugh, tell us about the board members and their roles within the ANKC. 
Okay, yeah, now the board members, the, the number of board members is decided by the actual membership. So larger states such as New South Wales, Queensland and Victoria, of course they've got over 10,000 members, they get two votes and all the other states get one vote. Now that might seem unfair that the big states can make all the decisions, but when we take any votes, as well as being a majority of directors, it has to be a majority of states. So this was built into it so that the smaller states couldn't always be outvoted by the other states. Now, the main, the main roles, I suppose you say, of the directors representing each state, let's say New South Wales put up a proposal to build, build, to build something and they encase the office. It would have to be the Queensland director would have to talk to his, no, his board and the same with every board and they come together with, this, with a consensus. So the real thing is that the director is representing the thoughts of his board or management committee from his own state. Now, that's the main role they, they play, just making sure legislation goes through and putting forward the opinion of their state on, on any other business that other states have put up. They, they all have um, different roles. Some some of them have uh, you know roles as chairs of committees and others are on the executive, but Really, the main role is to represent uh, the feelings of their own state. Hugh, in terms of the Australian National Kennel Council, what does it stand for in terms of responsible and ethical dog breeding? This is um, this is a good one because this is where we really uh, come into our own awareness. This makes it different from other, other registers. There are two or three registers in Australia. I think what we can say is we're all about being purebred. Dogs these days are the results of generations of selective breeding. And every breed's got, or most breeds, have got some purpose in life. You know, for herding or hunting, companionship. And over the years, um, for as far back as records can go, breeds and bred for these particular characteristics. So when you start going away from that, you start crossing or putting other breeds in, then you get away from it. So we, we want to make sure with all our um, all our breeding that we've got um, the integrity, I suppose, the integrity of the thing, you know. If you buy a puppy from an NKC breeder, you can show it's poor bred and, and it's bred to the breed standard. We've got strict enforceable co-breeding codes, which are a higher standard than required by the government for animal welfare legislation. This, once again, what's, means if you're buying from an NKC breeder, these are the sort of guarantees you're getting behind the puppy you buy. Just tell you some of the things that our breeders have to uh, do. This is our breeding code. It says a member shall breed from for the purpose of improving the quality and or working ability of the breed in accordance with the breed standard. And this is important and not specifically for the pet or commercial market. Now these next few rules, these, these make sure the health and welfare of the breed, of the breeding stock. Members shall not breed with a bit unless she's reached adequate maturity. So that's we've decided that maybe for some of the larger breed of dogs, a certain age and smaller certain age. So that's when they reach maturity and they can properly handle litter. Another one is a member shall not breed a bitch except under extenuating circumstances, causing it to whelp more than twice in 18 months. And you mustn't um, a member shall not breed a bitch more than six times without. No veterinary certificate saying she's she's fit to do that. Another one is uh, a member shall not breed a bitch with eight years of age and over. So these are the main breeding codes which ensure that the bitches are treated, you know, treated properly and, and healthily. Now another thing we've got which is pretty important is it's called Orchid. Now like Orchid the Flower, it's the official registered canine health information database. Now this is our website for heritable diseases. Now if somebody has the hip or elbow x-rays done or they have their eyes tested, they can put their results on this register, which is open um, to the public to look at. Statistical information we get from it goes towards, let's say you're talking about my breed Labradors. You can see that of all the dogs that have been hip and elbow scored, the, what the mean is, you know, how good, how good and how low the scores are. So this is a lot of information. And once again, no, no other registry can offer this service. Um, we've got two going on with the health, two schemes. One is the, it's called CHEDS, C-H-E-D-S. That's the Canine Hip and Elbow Dysplasia Scheme. And then we've got ACES, that's Australian 
cane and ice scheme. Now, this is a proper test that's authenticated by specialists, and that's on the database. So people are looking up to buy a dog. They can take a look on this uh, this website and see that the dog see what his eyes his eyes are clear and what his hips causes. You know, this is our transparency. We don't we don't hide things away. People can be sure if they're buying a puppy from us. We've done our breeders have done all they can to make sure it's healthy. And another thing we uh, we do we've got on our website we've got a lookup facility. So let's say Mrs Smith wants to buy a puppy and and Mr Jones says he's um, he's a breeder and this is his number. Puppy buyer can go onto our website, put in Mr Jones's number or breeding prefix, and come up and say a registered breeder or not a breeder. Now this. This is our safeguard against the unscrupulous breeders who claim they belong to the ANKC, but they really don't. So this is all the things we're built in to make the public assured that the puppy they're buying from us is uh, is genuinely purebred. And we, we do take disciplinary action against anybody who breaks these regulations. It's the only way we can ensure that they, uh, you know, got the integrity in there. What are some of the activities available to ANKC members? Part of our objective is that we promote excellence in breeding, showing, trialling, obedience and other activities. So we, we very make it quite clear that apart from dog shows, um, non-pedigrees, crossbreds, non-registered can enter in any of our sporting events. So we, we don't, although our breeding is actually purebred, in our events um, we do allow you know, associate dogs and dogs that aren't purebred. Now the things that can do, um, obedience, agility, rallyo, which is sort of, that's a fun event, they go from post to post doing things. Lure coursing, that's where they have a lure on a just a sort of paper bag on a thing, the dogs chase it and uh, what they also do, uh, fly ball, um, earth dogs, that's where we, uh, the little dogs like Dachshunds and the, some of the terriers go into a, into a hole as if they were in real life going after things down down a hole and uh, that's very popular. Nose work, that's a new new thing for us and these are all disciplines where people can gain titles. Nose work is just scent work where they do all sorts of finding things and scenting. Um, trick dogs, this is only last year so you know your, dogs can, your dog can spin around, stand on its head and do all sorts of things so we have trick dog competitions so we, we're getting away from all the strict disciplines, making things fun for people. Um, retrieving field trial, well, they, they've been around for years and that sort of speaks for itself. Endurance tests, we, um, you know, we have endurance tests, people. Usually the handlers go on the bikes and dogs are on beside them. We have veterinary checks you know, every every so often and dogs are checked and the heart rates are checked. And uh, what else have we got? We got uh, sledding. I mean, it sounds silly, we're not a snow country, but they do the sledding and the sleds on wheels. And these are only a few um, a few things to do. Dogs in New South Wales are, are unique in the fact they've got a herding, re- herding arena where people can go and train their dogs with working dogs. And Dogs in New South Wales have got its own flock of sheep. So we, we do you know, do lots of things that uh, people can take part in. That was Hugh Gent, President of the Australian National Kennel Council. That's all we have for this episode, folks. Thanks for joining us and stay tuned to episode 2 where we discuss the level of care and commitment that NKC breeders go through to produce healthy and gently sound puppies. This is Ozzy, signing out.